Thank you for having me. Cheryl invited you. I have no idea why you're here. Oh, my God. Of course you did. Is that what you and Clifford Blossom were talking about? That is none of your business. Yes, it is my business. So stop avoiding it and just tell me what's going on. Clifford and I were arguing because he and his filthy clan came this close to destroying our family. Your little friend Cheryl's great-grandfather murdered yours, Betty. Why? For the same reason they do everything. Greed and hate. So, you can really taste the maple. You do know that Riverdale was founded in the maple syrup industry. I didn't, actually. Fascinating. That's where Sweetwater River got its name. Me. Me. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Riverdale. Rose Quad. Assemble. Episode six. Heart of Darkness. Oh shit, episode five. You almost nailed that. I know. We're like on the same page. Hey you guys. Hey guys. Welcome to the podcast. It's Travis. It's Patrick. What's going on? What's the tea? Oh my god, so much. Any good drama? Hmm. Who's my... boinking? <laughs> oh. uh. Oh, uh. Just kidding. What's going on with you guys? How you guys been? <sighs> Summer going well. So well, so hot. Could use more turtles. Could use more turtles, but yeah, you know, staying skinny. Staying skinny. <laughs> You guys, I'm in California. We're doing a ton of recordings. I know. Wanna... <laughs> We're so productive. We are. We're getting it done. I know. Like, so far ahead. I can't believe it. Wow. Wow. I, like, do you want the... You can turn the fan on. I'm sure it won't pick it up. I'm fine. Don't do it. Just, Just a little bit. Low. All right. Yeah. Technical difficulties. I don't think okay. it'll pick it up. <laughs> Um, All right, Patrick, what's going on? What are you What are you thinking? We're five episodes in. Thinking this is, I've again I say this every time the show's picking up. This is like favorite goddamn episode. I'm yeah. sure I'll say that next week, but <laughs> I know, I know. This one is just like iconic. How about I you? love that like, I I I skip a lot of the music stuff. But it doesn't, it doesn't drag on. I think it ends next episode. I think he's like, I'm going to do football now. <laughs> like, I think but. we still get our musical performances from time to time. Like, Yeah. They always try to, yeah. Well, it's just so funny to me. I said this a couple episodes ago, but I was like, it's so funny how, how Archie has like this like low stakes plot line. And then Betty's plot line is like her sister's literally in a mental, like this whole murder, whodunit, like. Where the stakes are... I guess I kind of realized Veronica is like, whatever, I'm just here to have fun. And then she was like, oh, actually my mom's involved with gangsters and my dad's like a mafia boss. Right. It's like, figure it out. Right. You don't You don't just live in Riverdale. Like, your life has to be complicated. Your life has to be complicated. It has to be all about Riverdale. <laughs> it's like almost impossible to be a normal high schooler in Riverdale. Right. God, like... We, I don't know how far you've gotten necessarily, but, like, I hope we meet more. I'm sure we will, but, like, in the later seasons, we'll meet just, like, more and more people. 
outside of these bozos. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About that far ahead. I love the drum. <clears throat> okay. Everybody? Should we do you got into it? I'm ready when you are. Alright, so I was telling Jenny I was having fun with AI, so sometimes I'll like jump in and do a summary of the show. So this is the AI summary. It's like in season one, episode five, Heart of Darkness, tensions in the town continue to rise as Archie's secret relationship with Miss Grundy becomes more complicated, which they broke up last episode. <laughs> as the episode unfolds, Betty and Veronica team up to investigate Polly's disappearance, leading them to a surprising discovery about Jason's involvement. Meanwhile, Cheryl Blossom faces the consequences of her action and against, attempts to gain re- control of her life amidst mounting pressure from her parents. Like, that, none of this happens. None of that happened. <laughs> no. This is the AI was wrong. And then I had it read my notes and give a summary, and it did a good job. Oh, my God. Wait, so was that it listening to the episode? No, no. I just, like, you just type in, like, tell oh. me about Riverdale. And it, but then it read my notes, and it, it was, like, figured out Cheryl Blossom, Archie Andrews. And somehow it added words, uh, like, that weren't in my summary. Wow. It's kind of spooky. So this kind of weird. So here's the other real one. Um... Like, in the town of Riverdale, Cheryl, Cheryl Blossom, known for her gothic style, prepares for your funeral. For a funeral. <laughs> Meanwhile, Archie struggles to balance his passion of football with his love of music, seeking guidance from a new teacher. As the town prepares for Jace's memorial, secrets about his troubled life and dark history of the Blossom family, family begin to unravel, leading Betty Cooper and Jughead on a quest for answers. You wrote that? No, so I put my notes and I said summarize it and it wrote that. Oh my god. Isn't that pretty good? It's really good. Holy frick. <laughs> it saved me some time. Is that what like students are using now? Oh, oh yeah. no, that's so bad. Have you heard about like, it's so funny because law students are actually lawyers are doing it and they're making up cases though. That's the funny thing. They're like, in Jenny V. Patrick, it says this and lo- judges are like, that is not what happened at all. It's just totally making it up. Whoa. So there's, that's why I was, that's why I showed the first example, because if you just give it nothing, it's totally wrong. It's totally yeah. just like full BS. Nothing happened. That's so wild. I wonder uh, who came up with that. I don't know. But, you know, I think it was planted. Conspiracy. It's all yeah. simulation. All right. It's all So let's get into it. So we get our Jughead interview, which is so funny. Did you notice Betty? We didn't have a Jughead interview. Overview. Over... It was Betty the last episode doing her Dear Diary. Yeah. There's no Jughead, so this uh, Tea. But anyway, so Jughead says, he talks about every town has a haunted house, and in this town, it's Thornhill. And I love a good name to state. Me too. <laughs> Thornhill is the house that the Blossoms live out. It has its own graveyard, and we cut and we see Cheryl walking around like Elvira. Yeah. And holding like, you know, a candlestick, the three-pointed candlestick. She approaches Jason's coffin that's out in the open, and we see her open it, and there's bloody claw marks inside the coffin, as if someone was trying to escape. She turns and sees Jason's corpse reaching out to strangle her. (gasps) She jumps up from sleep. It's a dream. So she wakes up, and her mom is standing in the doorway, and she goes, Cheryl, I don't want you sleeping in Jason's bed anymore. Cheryl is like, sorry, mommy. I was working on the eulogy, and the mom says, Ha, that's funny, as if you're going to be speaking at the funeral. She crumples it up and throws it away, like, You're not going to be embarrassing the family anymore. She's like, Don't bother, bitch. Like, like yeah. you will not be. It's so funny. Yeah. 
God knows what you'd say. Something to humiliate all of us. It's like, jeez. And she's not wrong. (laughs) So, at Archie's, we see him, and he's like, of course, shirtless, hitting the punching bag, and he's just going nuts, just, you know, pow, pow, pow. He's a real uh, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Anyway, so... He comes in, he's just like hitting the bag really hard, and Fred comes in and he says, hey, look, like, I never thought I'd say this, but I miss hearing your guitar. And Archie's like, yeah, Dad, I'm just trying to get back into fighting shape, like, trying to get ready for football. You know, I want to become the football captain. And the dad goes like, oh, you know, anyway, like, what happened to the whole music thing? He goes, like you said, Dad, football leads to, like, being a captain, leads to scholarship, leads to college, leads to making money, so that's all I want to do. Like, obviously, Archie's kind of hurt from his music teacher. He doesn't want to play music anymore. Yeah. Captains get scholarships. Exactly. I, and like I said, I told you you forget about it in three days. Right. <laughs> so, the next morning at the Blue and Gold, a news, the newspaper men are talking. <laughs> Kevin, Jug, and Betty are trying to recreate the murder board that was destroyed in the last episode. They have no leads, but when Trev comes in, he's the guy who exposed the football book, mm-hmm. the book the football players were keeping. He's like... Hey, hey, Betty, like, I want to know if we're still on for tomorrow. And Betty's like, hey, yeah, it's a date. Oh, <laughs> exactly. It's like, and we get the whole awkward, like, no, I just remember hanging out. And they're like, you literally said you're going on a date with him. She's like, oh, I'm just gathering intelligence, trying to figure out more about the case. Basically, she's like, I want to know more about Jason and maybe Trev knows something. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who is this guy? He's just, <laughs> we don't know anything about him. So, yeah. But I think she's, yeah. So we cut to football practice, and we see Archie, and he's just getting, like, lit up. He's getting tackled, destroyed, and his coach is pissed. He's like, Archie, your head is not in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, something is wrong. So he calls Reggie over, and he goes, look, boys, we're going to be having a horse race between you and Archie. Whoever wins, like, whoever wants to be the captain most gets it. But you're going to have to earn it. Right. Yeah. So we go to Pop's diner, and we see Fred come in. He's picking up some lunch from Hermione. And she's like, hey, uh, hey, look, I thought we could take another stab at going on a date, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we could try that out. And it's funny, because I paused it to take notes, and you can see Hermione like, ugh. Oh, no! Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. So Hermione says, like, yes, you know. <gasps> Hi! We're take a break. Sorry, guys, we're back. Our baby producer. A baby? Who's a producer? What? Uh-huh. Our boss. <laughs> but, all right. I wrote, these two bozos are trying out for captain. Yeah. Bozos are trying out for captain. So Fred, we're at Pops. And, oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Hey, you're right. okay. You're okay. Fred comes in, and he's like, hey, like, that drive-in date didn't go super well, but I figured we could take another stab at it. Um, And she's like... No, like, you know, we're, I'm married, and so are you. And this is where I wrote, like, yeah, we don't know much about Archie's mom, but. Right. He's, she's like, he's like, so that drive-in wasn't a date? Ooh, my bad. Like, this is awkward. Super awkward. Yeah. He just, like, wants to get out of there. So we see, like, Betty at school, and she's blushing, but she doesn't want to dish about her, like, date with Trev. And the group's all meeting on the bleachers, and V's like, so, Archie, like, how you doing in a PG world? He's like, what? It's like post Grundy, which is like Ugh. a little inappropriate, but right. Veronica. Archie... Wrote, oh, sorry. I wrote, Veronica is in a full plaid office 
like worker pencil skirt with like a conservative top with high heels and pearls and she looks insane and she's <laughs> adding on that she's also eating like a bag of french fries which is so funny that's like... funny and it looks like it's an hermes like obviously the show didn't have that but i'm like i'm sure veronica would bring an hermes to school which is like a twenty thousand dollar bag jeez oh my god would I've... it put it past our ronnie <laughs> yeah um, yeah, my friend I was going to say has a dog. They're named, like, Louie and Henry, but they're, like, all the, the nice brands. Mm, so, such a Veronica move. Right. But Archie, so Archie goes, like, uh, yeah, like, I'm just really focused on football now. Like, I want to be the captain. Like, so, uh, but I'm, like, how much is there for Archie to really focus on? Like, you can only focus on one thing at a time. Right. <laughs> and Betty was, like, okay, Archie, like, you're trying to distract yourself, aren't you? When one of the pussycats comes up, Val. Mm. And she's like, hey, Archie, so I know Miss Grundy was your teacher, but, like, I have a new one. There's this guy, he's a college man, and he, I think he'd be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Um, when Cheryl pops out of nowhere like a ghost, like she always does. Ah! <laughs> and she's like, hey, everybody, you're all invited to the memorial for Jason this weekend. Uh, and hey, Veronica, by the way, we're going to be searching bags, so don't steal my stuff. Ah! She's like, oof. <gasps> she walks... She walks away, and Betty's like, okay, Veronica, like, Cheryl's obviously a B-word, but she's burying her brother tomorrow, so, like, take it easy on her. And we see in the hallways, Veronica chase down Cheryl, and she's like, okay, I know you're in pain, like, we don't have to catfight, like, can we just be friends? Yeah. And Cheryl tells her, okay, if you want to be my friend, you can come over the night before the memorial, and we can have a sleepover. I'm like, oof, this should be fun. Right. Cool. And so back at football practice, Archie's, or he's getting ready to go to, out on the field, but Archie's starting to have flashbacks of him playing music and all the fun he's having. And he's staring at his phone, so he's struggling. He's, like, trying to call the new teacher. When he makes the call, he's not giving up on the music, baby. Title. Riverdale. <laughs> Do you have any notes, anything? I, not really. Yeah. Okay. So we cut, and it's like we're in the, the music teacher's office. Oscar Castillo. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. He's, like, asking Archie que- questions, and he seems like a hard ass. He's like, okay, you know, you're going to have to put in the work. There's no easy routes. How much do you, like, work on music? Archie's like, a couple hours. Like, you're going to have to do more than that. Archie's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that right after football practice. Like, after the season's over. Mm-hmm. He does not like this. Um, He's like, your life has to be, like, music. Exactly. I'm glad you're being specific because I wrote, okay, we're at Carson College with this music guy. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad you're painting the picture. Yeah. And Archie's like, okay, like, I don't even know how to write music. So you're going to have to learn quick. Like, I want your music written down on sheets tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, oof, how's Archie going to balance this? Right. Yeah. And so we cut to the Thornhill estate, and the Blossom parents are going over the burial... Burial? Burial. How do you say... Burial? Burial. With it's the sh- Yeah, with the sheriff. He's like, all right. Like, they're like, oh, we're going to have this, blah, blah, blah. But we have a little surprise for the town. They invited everybody on their list. Mm-hmm. Their list of suspects. Mm-hmm. A list of town... Like, the town's founding families. Mm-hmm. So they're going to they're gonna try to sniff out the murder. And I don't know why the sheriff is allowing this. Like... Ah! <laughs> like, no, 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 like, please. No, you are... Gonna screw up the investigation? really gonna screw it up. Like, let me focus on it. Right. 
I wonder if he's getting a little mm, money. Oh yeah. I'm sharp. Well, I mean, but, I would. I mean, wait. No, I wouldn't. Ah! But, like, I love a founding family town. I think we've talked about this before, but we love, like, a founding family with history. Oh, yeah. Tea. More on that later. Well, I love how they're, like... It's someone from this town. I was like, no shit. Like, <laughs> obviously it was like a crime of passion. Like, obviously it would be someone he knows, but. Like they must have used Jason and huh. some kind of gun. There must have been a murder. <laughs> because it's like, someone from this town. No shit. Oh my god, sorry. There's a TCO and they're like. Well, he was shot in the back, so we know he didn't do it to himself. Ah! And it's like, thanks, police officers. Ah! <laughs> Unless he built some kind of contraption. Well, we didn't find any contraption. Oh, like... <laughs> my God. What's the one where it's like, you can't, you can, when you're dead, you can't kill yourself. Like, they trolled the guy who said that. They're like, yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> so, huh. So... He's dead, so he couldn't have done it. It's like. Oh, my God. Like, they must have been trying to pad out the episode on that one. All right. <clears throat> okay. So, at Pops, Betty and Trev are on their date, and they're talking about Jason. And Trev's like, you know, I started to notice Jason really changing his behavior. It became really secretive. And I thought it was because of Polly, but, you know, he started to, like, sell his stuff for money. Mm-hmm. And I think he was dealing drugs. And, like, this all, again, all started around the time he started dating Polly, and he feels really guilty about it. Um, and, yeah, Betty's like, oh, okay. Well, okay, so I thought this was interesting because he's like, Trev is like, Jason started acting weird and secretive. Only after a few weeks of dating, he changed. He started selling his stuff, started selling drugs, and stopped talking to him. And I was like, I didn't even really put two and two together that they weren't together that long. I didn't even notice I kind of just assumed, like, like, thought they were together for, like, maybe six months. I don't know, a long time. But it seems like it was, like, a really quick... Yeah. Huh? Romeo and Juliet type situation. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I totally missed that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so in Archie's room, Val and Archie, they're working on their music. She's helping him out, like, write the write his sheet music down. She starts, like, resting on his shoulder. Ooh. When the dad comes barging in, he has the whole, like, oh, like, Josie and the Pussycat. Like, I love rocking out to your guys' stuff. You guys are so cool. You know, he's just very awkward about it. He's such a dad. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm going to close the door, but not all the way. You know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, it's not that important of a scene. Okay, so that night at Betty, Betty's home, like, her dad, we see her dad. She, Betty gets home and her dad's working on the car. And he's like, hey, can you grab that carburetor and tighten this sprocket? I'm just oh, I was like, what the hell I was just that? making up stuff. <laughs> but he's like, get to work. And Betty's like, no, boring. Um, hey, dad, so... Why does mom always change the subject when I talk about Polly? And she, she's like, you know, what happened with Jason and her was, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, like, okay, like, her and Jason had a fight. I, I'll give a trigger warning here for, like, yeah. self-harm. Mm-hmm. But, so, basically he said he came home when, like, they had a fight. And she was really devastated about it. So he came home one day and heard, like, the water running. And, like, Polly wasn't responding when he opened the door and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, basically, she hurt herself, and they had to, like, send her away. So he didn't want... They'd been trying to keep Betty from, like, contacting her. Because right. they're, like, afraid that'll trigger something else in her and make it worse. Okay, two things. When the dad is like, grab a wrench and tighten up that hose for me, I wrote, I would rather die. <laughs> Second of all, 
he says this. I don't know if this was just like a slip, but he goes, I heard the water running and I ran up and she didn't say anything. She was trying to hurt herself. And that's why we sent her away to stop her again. So I was like, is this like the second time this situation has happened? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that ever comes back, but yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so the next day at school, Jug's being a good friend and Betty's telling him about it. You know, that's where she says, like, yeah, anyway. So Jug's like, yeah, but that's so weird, because why do you think Jason was selling drugs, like, to get away? Like, what is he What is he running away from? His parents? Or was it, like, drug dealers? Mm-hmm. And Betty's like, oh, no, no, it's definitely the Blossoms. Ah, like, <laughs> they're really <laughs> shitty. Yeah, it's like, Blossoms are crazy. We know the answer to that. And Jug's like, okay, but yeah, but why? Right. So they're like, okay, we're going to have to ask Jason, but Jason's dead. Right. But his bedroom holds the answers. <gasps> and where, where is ever gonna, everyone going to be tomorrow? The funeral. <gasps> so at football practice, Archie's, Archie's continuing to screw up. His head's not in the game, and he just keeps getting, like, knocked down. Yeah. And we see that his, like, wrist starts to hurt, but he keeps playing through it. Like, every play, he's like, oh, my wrist, my wrist. Um, and he, so Reggie tackles him and he notices his hands hurt and he's like, whoa, dude, like, you need to stop playing. You can't play like that. And Archie's like, oh, what? You're scared? Ugh. Like, and I'm like, Reggie's actually kind of being a good friend. He is like, being a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie's like, no, like, seriously, you're going to thank can't. me later. You're like going to break your arm. Right. So after practice is over, we see the cheerleaders like coming out and Archie's wrapping up his wrist and Veronica comes over and she helps Archie tape himself up. And she goes like, Archie, you know your hands are your instrument like you need this to play the guitar and archie's i think he's just punishing himself for all the stuff that's gone down yeah he's like you know i've been like working with foul and she's been helping me out i mean veronica's a little bit jealous Mm -hmm. but she's like you know archie like you know i got my seven minutes in heaven with you in the closet and she like kisses his hand it's like take care of that it's gonna be worth millions one day oh it's very yeah cute yeah there's some uh, tension, some chemistry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Archie. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. Good Lord. So Archie goes back to, like, the music teacher, Mr. Castillo, and he's like, God, this sheet music is terrible. Oh. Like, what were you thinking? What he's were like you... a juvenile wrote this. <laughs> he's like, I can't even... Ter- like, your songs are juvenile. They're repetitive. They're just breakup songs. Right. And she's like, you know, well, Miss Grundy said... He's like, oh, okay, well, Ooh. I don't know if he knows about Miss Grundy, but he's like... I don't think I can connect with you the way that Miss Grundy did. Right. So I just I don't think you could I don't think you could be my student. There has to be rumors. Yeah. I wrote I love this guy's word document printed master's degree in the background. <laughs> it's like literally the <laughs> shittiest like prof like printed from like Word. Oh my god. That's it's amazing. like master's degree. Like in like bold face. It's so funny. Like Cran written right. his name. Oh my god, so this is, I don't know if this is one you like, but this is like the best scene. Uh, this is yes! my favorite scene. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so we're at the Blossoms' house, and they're having dinner. It's the night of the sleepover. So Veronica's at the table with the family, and she goes like, Hey, you know, thanks for having me over, Mrs. Blossom. And mom goes, Cheryl invited you. I have no idea why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> at least she's honest. And Veronica's like, yeah, I thought there would be other people at this sleepover. Like, <laughs> This is so awkward. And we cut to Nana Rose, who's just zoning out. She's like an old woman in a wheelchair. She's got a cataract in one eye. I just stand. Very old. 
the dad's like, hey, would anybody, like, offer a maple ham to everyone? Like, Nana Rose. And I'm like, yuck, what is a maple ham? I know. So, of course, we get the whole maple backstory of Riverdale. <laughs> it's like, hey, Veronica, would you like more maple ham? Do you know the history that Riverdale was founded on the maple syrup industry? <laughs> and Ronnie's like, what the fuck? Like, why Why would anyone know that? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "There's a, that's where Sweetwater River got its name. Perhaps you sh- you should ask your father about that sometime. How is he, by the way? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Wait, did you see. have that down? I have like all that. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, of course that's a maple town, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, so how's prison? And the mom goes like, there's worse things than prison, which I guess death. And Cheryl goes, oh my God, like this dinner party. Oh. And the mom's like, come again? So the daughter, like the dad's taunting Veronica. He's like, oh, it must be so hard seeing him handcuffed and dragged away in front of all the reporters. And Veronica kind of turns it on him. She goes mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, it happened so fast and sad, I didn't get to say goodbye. And that's really nice, because you guys get to say goodbye to Jason tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl's like, not everyone. Like, remember, she can't speak at the funeral. Mom's like, you already got to say goodbye when you wrote him to his death. <gasps> low blow. This is an awkward it, dinner really party. That's really low. <laughs> and, like, just to paint the picture, the 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 Blossoms, they I guess you could equate them to, like, the Kennedys. Like... They have servants. They are in a parlor. They, like, are dressed to the nines. Like, stuffy. Just to paint the picture there. Yeah, I mean, they have a cemetery on their house. Right. Like, property. Like, they're just totally... Old, old money. Yeah. Okay, so we go to the diner, and Hermione's cleaning the stove. And I'm like, Don't, doesn't the chefs do that? Yeah, like, <laughs> I wrote that. I was pissed. I was like, how did she get stuck scrubbing the stove? And the waitress has to clean the whole restaurant. Oh, yeah. So we hear the doorbell open, and she comes out. But there's nobody there except for a box. She opens it, and it's filled with a rattlesnake. And she's, like, terrified. Who could it be? Oh, it's a message, baby. At Betty's, it's late. So we see, like, it's late at night. Like, all the lights are turned off. And she's sneaking out of bed. And we hear, like, the stock sound of children giggling. Like, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All the lights are off, yeah. And she's sneaking down. And she sees... Her dad watching TV, drinking a glass of whiskey, watching old videotapes of mm-hmm. Betty and Polly playing. Mm-hmm. This is weird. We get a lot of the dad this episode. Yeah, I think his name is Hal. I, I think it it's Hal. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. Okay, so back at the sleepover, Veronica and Cheryl are looking at pictures of Jason. They're like, you know, Jason was so handsome. He would have liked you, Veronica. And Veronica is like, I don't know why you invited me to this sleepover. This is super weird. Uh. She says, you know, at the prep rally, you were the only person who supported me. None of my friends came to, like, help me when I had a panic, full-blown panic attack mm-hmm. in front of the whole school. Veronica's like, you know, you can say goodbye to Jason. Like, it doesn't have to be this huge public thing. And I'm like, do you know who you were talking to? <laughs> like, Cheryl me, is like, Cheryl. Yeah. And she goes, you know, like, yeah, everything's been really public. Everyone's gossiping. And I just want to, t- I want to say I'm sorry in front of everybody. Like, mm-hmm. Jason deserved, like, a better family than he got. Mm-hmm. Veronica's like, let's do it. Like, you totally got this. Who cares? Screw your parents. And Cheryl's like, you know, they're going to kill me if I do something like that. Right. Like, she's like, they will kill me. Like, yeah. I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oof. Okay. So at the diner, Hermione's, like, shook. Girl's got that thousand yard stare. Mm-hmm. When who's who, who's here to the rescue but Fred? Aww. So he's taking care of the serpent. And he goes like, "Why didn't you go to the cops?" Like, I was sleeping. God damn it. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd be pissed. And like Hermione, 
she's playing Fred. She's I don't know if she's actually scared or actually playing Fred, but she's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't trust the police or the town, but I trust you, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, they want me because Hiram owes them money. And Fred's like, I'll pay it, but she won't take his money. But like, yeah, anyway. So the, the next day at the funeral, Betty and Veronica are like getting ready. And of course, Jughead cannot take off his goddamn stinky beanie oh. for the funeral. Oh. I'm like, can you please like, you Just- know take it off he's wearing a suit and looks very nice but he's like got the beanie on the one beanie um so people are arriving at the funeral hermione goes to the mom penelope and she goes like you know i want to offer my condolences and they hug she goes you goddamn bitch come to rub it in my face like is your hiram is hiram sent you you know i'm like has she been drinking probably yeah and archie you know comes up to the mom and he has a He's wearing his Letterman jacket, which I don't know. I hate when people do that mm-hmm. at funerals. But he goes to the mom and he goes, like, hey, like, I think you deserve this. It's Jason's football jersey and his football number. And she's flashing back to Jason because they both have red hair. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, you look so much like him. Thank you, Archibald. And I didn't realize his name was Archibald. I as know. Well. <laughs> like, is that what Archie's short for? I guess. So everyone's sitting down and Betty notices her father and Clifford. The big red dog. Ah! Drinking shots. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But Clifford and the dad are how they're just like drinking. And he goes like, hey, you don't want to get too drunk and get a DUI. I was like, is there more to that story? Mm. But they they seem like they're fighting, having an awkward time. Tense exchange. Yeah. So the, the funeral is about to start. When who else but walks in? Cheryl. Stealing the goddamn show. Mm-hmm. She is wearing all white and the crowd is stunned. Like... They, it's like she walked in naked. Exactly. Like, <laughs> people can't even breathe. Like, it's just, they're just knocked to the floor. They're floored. Yeah. And we see, we see, like, a flashback and overlay of her and Jason going to the Sweetwater River. And then, like, them finding her on the side of the river after the boat capsized. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's amazing. People are, like, this This is the craziest thing the town has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And she is approaching the podium and her parents can't even stop her. Like, again, they're so stunned. And the mom, like, she wants to go up there and, like, beat the beat the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that Veronica looks over and goes, like, you are only going to make the... You're going to look like an idiot. You're only going to make this worse. Like, there's nothing you can do. Right. And I love Kevin's reaction because he's like, yes, like, yeah. let's, 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 let's go. Let's throw down. He's so funny. He's like, yes. Like, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. So Cheryl, like, starts giving the eulogy and she shares that... Her and Jason were so close, and, like, it sucked that they're twins and had the same birthday, but Jason, like, said one year, hey, let's combine our birthdays, and she didn't know the cause, like, she didn't know it was because she had no friends, basically, but Jason was there to protect her, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. It very sweet. And so, and she, like, collapses crying, she breaks down, like, going, we failed you, Jason, we all failed you. Mm-hmm. And the mom just wants to be done with this. She's like, all right, funeral's over. We're going to have a little reception after this. Right. I wrote, shortest funeral ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, Betty and Jughead, they're like, okay, everyone's breaking. It's time. Like, they sneak off. Mm-hmm. Um, in the hallway, Fred and Hermione start talking. And they're like, so Fred's like, hey, so you know that accounting job you wanted earlier, but I wouldn't give you? I think I can help you out with that. And they hug, and, like, Fred starts, like, sniffing her hair. Did you notice this? Yes. He was, like, very, like, into it. Yeah. 
He's sniffing a hair, and I'm like, she probably notices something in his pants. And I'm like, this is awkward. Oh, my God. But this, I don't know if this is like Hermione's whole plan, if she's been playing Fred the whole time just to get this accounting job I on know. the construction job for... Anyway. She always has something up her sleeve. Or does she just want to boink him? I don't know. So upstairs, we go, and Betty and Jughead enter Jason's bedroom, and they're like, oh, God, where's the toilet in this huge mansion? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're looking for Jason's room. In this slew thing, when suddenly we hear an old woman, Hello? <laughs> and the freaking grandmother from the dinner is in the corner. And I'm like, did the parents just hide her away in Jason's room until the funeral was over? Like, oh my god. They probably did, <laughs> honestly. Like, Nana Rose, you're just gone. So the Nana sees Betty and she has cataracts. So she's like, kind of, she's kind of like decrepit, just like out of it, really. Yeah. She goes, Oh, it's you. Come closer. I want to see more of you. And I love Jughead whispering, the whore, the whore. <laughs> and Betty's here. She goes, come closer, Polly. So the grandma goes, oh, you're not wearing it, are you? The Blossom family ring that's <gasps> been in the family for generations. Like, don't let the family find out or they kill you. <gasps> and like, she's, Betty's just like, oh my God, like, go on. She goes, you know, I was really looking forward to the wedding. I lost a grandson, but you lost the love of your life. Mm -hmm. And, like, Betty can't even. She just, like, is speechless, and she has to bail from the situation. Right. And so we cut to Cheryl's room, and we see her mom, like, grabbing her. Cheryl's, like, breaking down. She throws her on the bed. She goes, you know, this is what Jason would have wanted. Like, but the mom's like, that's it. Like, you are done. No more River Vixens. Like, we are, you're, you're not even going to that school anymore. We're going to send you to, like, boarding school, and you're up tonight. Anyway. <laughs> she's like, if anyone would take you. Yeah. Like, such a bitch. She's just, like, so upset. Evil. Yeah. Okay, so the funeral's over, and we go to Pop's Diner, and Archie and Val are talking, and they're like, you know, Grundy said I was good, but the teacher didn't like me. And Val's like, you know, Archie, like, whatever. Stop listening to what people tell you, basically. Right. Just do, like, have confidence in your music. Do whatever you want to do. Right. Blah, 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 like, blah, blah. Stop whining. Like, I really couldn't care less. <laughs> and now I'd like, this is my favorite thing the character explained. So Betty and her dad get home, and the dad's like, Betty, you dragged me out of a funeral and didn't tell me what for until <gasps> we got home. You know, just explaining what happened before. Okay, so the scene Patrick's going to talk about is I typed out the whole scene, and it deleted, and, like, I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, but I, like, we'll, we'll circle back. Okay. So the overview is, she, she goes, you know, Dad, like, Polly was engaged. Do you know about that? And he just doesn't say anything. So he knew, obviously. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, was that what you were talking about at the bar? He goes, no, like, that's none of your business. And she goes, no, you were arguing with him. Like, it is my business. Yeah. And he goes, okay. So their clan almost wiped out our clan, like the Blossoms and the Coopers. Mm-hmm. So we learned that. The Blossom's great-great-grandfather murdered the Cooper's great-great-grandfather. And they were both in the maple syrup business together. Mm-hmm. But he murdered him because he, like, didn't want to share the profits. And Betty's like, who gives a shit? Like, who cares? Right, <laughs> so, like, why are we continuing this blood feud? Like, how long ago is great-great, you know, anyway. Right. The dad's like, oh, no, like, they stole, they stole our money and our legacy. But they're not going to steal our daughter. And she's like, where is Polly? And the dad's like, you know, mind your own business, you right. little, sh- like, you little shit. He gets scary. Yeah, he's, he's like. like, she is sick, and Jason made her sick, 
stay out of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, basically. I wrote that when they were talking about the grandparents, I was like, he killed him in cold maple syrup blood. <laughs> Did he say that? No, he didn't, but oh I wrote God. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now we get, like, the Hermione's like, yeah, those blossoms are really screwed up. Mm-hmm. Like, here's why we hate them. But she was just going to a full explanation. No one likes the blossoms. Right. Veronica's like, yeah, I know we're messed up. Those blossoms, like, they're crazy. They're horrible. She's like, thanks for not being crazy, Mom. Right. But Hermione's like, okay, slits in here. I need to tell you what happened at Pops. And we cut. She doesn't tell the whole story. In the football office, the coach is talking to Reggie and Archie. And he's like, you know, you both did great this week. But Archie won. Oh, my God. Who would have guessed? Right. He goes, you know, Archie, like, you know, you retiring Jason's jersey showed real leadership. But Archie can't take the jersey. He says, you know, he loves football, but he's split between two worlds. He wants, and I'm like, that sure made the coach look like an idiot. (laughs) You know, he says he can't give football his 100%, so Reggie should be the coach. And we cut, and he's playing his guitar again. I'm like, oh, this was a nice lesson. Mm -hmm. Now we get outro time. So Doug comes back, and he says, you know, everyone, there's always the haunted house in every town. Like, whatever happened in the Blossom House poisons and spreads throughout the town like a virus poisons of water you know mm-hmm. um and betty's talking and she's like you know i don't think i know my mom and dad at all and jug says you know if they lied about polly what else are they lying about mm-hmm. and jug proposes they would do anything to protect polly right like what if they would do more and betty's like you know whoever stole that evidence was probably wasn't at the drive-in were they mm-hmm. betty goes my dad he wasn't at the drive-in. We see cut to him. He's going through all the pictures, all the stuff from Sheriff Keller's wall. Mm-hmm. And they go to their evidence wall and they add the name Cooper's. Cut to black. Oh, and Jughead says, we need to find Polly. Cut to black. Cut to black. <laughs> oh my God. We finally get a Blossom episode. Ah, oh, insanity. so good. Are we going to meet Polly? I'm like, oh my god, we're going to finally meet Polly. Oh my god. (laughs) You guys. Patrick. My question for you. Will you join me for next week's episode? I will. Of all... No, I'm just kidding. Of Rose Squad Assemble! Episode 6. What's it called? Who knows? We'll be right back. Will you?